0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Co-op Athletics. I am your host. This is Oscar, and I'm here with my buddy. So, guys, it's Richie. So, guys, so hope everyone is doing well. Hope you're taking it easy today and uh, enjoying your time on the road or at home, wherever you're listening to this. So, I hope you're having a great day. Um, Again, positive mindset uh, provides positive results. With positive results, we get positive action. So, uh, today's episode is actually uh, talking about some basic stuff about just gym apparel yes, gym apparel, you know, clothing, you know, and I know it sounds weird, but, um, we, we've noticed, uh, I, I don't know. If it's just from the extra money from the stimulus or I, I just, do, I don't know, but you know, we, we've had a ton of people, uh, starting to show up to the gym and starting to come back little by little. Um, and, and, uh, they're coming with pr- some pretty fresh gear right now. Like no, no joke, rich. Like Some some people walking around in some like really expensive shoes and really expensive apparel.
1: Damn, that stimulus check, dude. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. People, people, you know, hooking it up, man. (laughs) So, but you know, one of the biggest things is that that I think a lot of people don't really uh, take in consideration how important apparel is, and I'm not talking about like the price of the apparel. You know, I'm not talking about that. It's about using the right apparel. Um, depending on what activity you're going to be doing you know um, it is you know they, they do people do think it's like one size fits all and and depending on what sport what activity um, what you're doing for that day that does make a difference mm-hmm. So I, I've noticed that people will show up and and you know they got the wrong shoes or the wrong gear uh, the wrong shirt and it's just like and as an athlete, you know, um, even professional athletes. I mean, the way apparel is designed, it's huge. It's like a huge, um, it's a huge industry. Um, you, you have like companies like Nike that are on the forefront. Uh, you might not, you might might not like a lot of Nike apparel, but one big thing about Nike is that they are always thinking outside the box, right? Mm-hmm. So when they create something, so they make something, and you're like, oh man, that's ugly. Well, it's different. Um, but that's their goal, right? Cause they just want to keep making something different and pushing the envelope on something new and, and futuristic and what might make an athlete better, you know? So apparel is, is huge. So, um, so why, why are we having this conversation? So if you're new to the fitness industry, depending on, and, and not saying new as like, I've never done fitness before, or if you have, you know, um, what I'm talking about is like, Hey, I'm going to start working out or I want to start rock climbing or I want to start, um, running more, or I want to do powerlifting. I want to do weightlifting. I want to do all this stuff. You got to have the right apparel. You got to have the right gear. Um, and yes, it is somewhat of an investment, uh, depending on what you want to do. Some sports and activities, you, you might not need everything, but, but, uh, most of them, I think after five to ten times, you're gonna probably need certain things, um, and I, I think that's the the biggest problem that I see a lot of people. They'll they'll go to the gym or not even the gym, like they're running. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna start running now," and and I'm doing this, and and it becomes complicated for a lot of people, and and I'll get into why. So. So let, let me tell you what happened recently and then you guys will get an idea of what we're talking about. So uh there's a new member shows up to the gym and he's he's like pretty fresh out. Like he's he has all the, the cool gear on, you know. And it's his first day, which is, you know, my my old uh coach used to always say, If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, you win good. Yep. You know? So um, so I I've always understood that and and I get it. So if you feel like dope, you know, you feel cool, um, you're gonna push yourself or or whatnot. But um, so this guy shows up, it's a squat day, right? Um, so it's a squat day, and this guy walks in and I'm like, oh shit, like this guy is uh ready to ready to work out, you know, I'm like okay, I'm like he's all hooked up. And the problem was he was wearing some uh, they're called N- uh, Nike Nike Zoom flies. So <clears throat> whenever you have a chance, take a look. Um, and, and the, the problem with the like those type of shoes, if you know what it is, it's a shoe that has like a bigger uh, heel, right? It's a bigger heel, It's a really like thick heel on the shoe. And what happens when the heel's like that thick, especially if you're going to be doing like back squats and front squats and all this other stuff? If you're going to be doing all that stuff, it does become a pain. Um, the reason why that the padding of the shoe gets damaged, you're you're in all sorts of different. Um, it's not gonna it's not gonna cup your ankle the way it needs to be. Cup your ankle. There's so there's really important things that ends up happening that wearing the wrong apparel, wearing the wrong shoe, you actually could get hurt is you're not going to really help yourself. So a zoom fly, like the heel is probably about, I don't know, like an inch and a half, two inches. So now we have our body weight. We have our body weight plus some additional weight behind your neck. And granted the member was new, so it wasn't that heavy that he was going to do. But, um, you know, he has weight on his shoulder. So now all he's doing is like damaging that shoe, right? Mm. He's just damaging that shoe. So, um, so what ends up happening, like the shoe's not going to perform, um, to the standard that he wants. Cause it's like, it's like, uh, think about it this way. It's like having a pickup truck, right? Like a 1500, like a, or let's say a Toyota Tacoma, you know, you have a little Toyota Tacoma and I put like a pallet or like a ton of weight in the tail bed. Cause I needed to move that. So you know how the suspension just drops? Yeah. That that's what you're doing to your shoe. Oh, okay. If you want to think of it that way, like, so that's how bad you're damaging your apparel or your shoe or shoes
1: are not going to last.
0: That is correct. Yeah. So, um, so then what happens is like, they don't last. And then as soon as the, the, the shoe loses its like support, the shoe's done, right? Like the shoes, like it's done. Um, people don't know that apparel has like a lifespan, um, especially shoes, so, like, shoes have a lifespan of about a year or, like, X amount of miles, depending on the brand, depending on the shoe. If you go to a running store and you're going to buy some shoes there, you can ask them, like, hey, how many miles are, are these shoes good for? And they'll tell you, like, hey, the shoes are about, they're rated for, like, 500 miles, and, and that's it. So, that way you know um, what the shoe is good for. You know. I
1: remember, I remember when, um, <clears throat> when I first, like, got into CrossFit, um, I thought you had to have, like, those powerlifting shoes. I didn't know you have to have like I didn't know you can wear just regular workout shoes because I thought okay we're gonna be lifting the whole time you know there's not really that much cardio but that was just me being un- uneducated you know yeah. so I was like looking into like powerlifting shoes yeah and yeah I was gonna be showing up with them my first day <laughs> but like you said picking the right shoe you know when I um, when I was running a lot I went and bought Asics yeah yeah they're, they're a good running shoe so and like I did the same thing like hey this is where I run. You know, this is how, how much I run, what's the perfect shoe. And yeah. they guided me towards that shoe instead of just, like you said, buying the freshest Nikes or Adidas. Yeah. I just went and bought the shoots towards the activity that I was going to do. That is correct.
0: That is correct. So, and I, I think that's a, the biggest, uh, problem I, I see when people come into the, into the gym, what happens with the inappropriate, um, apparel is that you'll have people get hurt. Um, So it's just, and I, and I know it sounds silly. Like, Oh, what do you mean? I, if I wear the wrong shoes, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. You're, you're probably going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if the workout consists of a mile run to start off and you're running in chucks, you're, you're, you're probably going to hurt a little bit, especially if you're not used to them. So it's, it's about conditioning the foot um in order to feel comfortable in the shoe that you're wearing. Yeah, I even sense. I even see people wear bands in yes. the gym. Yeah, yeah. So but so the thing is this, um I, I think what people don't know is that no matter what shoe you use for depending on what sport you're going to do, you gotta break them in. You gotta understand the, the functionality and you gotta stand the like hurt level, right? So if you know you see remember back in the days people were wearing those like four finger Oh, toe yeah. Shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So those shoes are great if you're like running on trail, running on asphalt. But if you're running on concrete, at that, sh- that slip on or whatever it is, it's brutal for your foot. Yeah. You know, it's great if you're inside of the gym, like on a rubber platform. Like, that's great. Like, you'll develop a ton of strength in your foot. Um, it, I mean, it's like you're pretty much walking around barefooted and your, your toes are moving like freely. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's one of the biggest problems, you know, at, at the end of the day, really, you know, if you can give your time, your, you, you can give the foot time to just walk flat foot, like just on concrete, on the floor, on wood floors, carpet, the foot needs that. The foot needs the ability to like move around and, and feel comfortable and it develops strength. It actually loses strength the more you're in a shoe mm-hmm. and, and that's what people don't know. So, if you wear a particular shoe for the gym and then, you, you know, you're always, like, swapping them out. Like, there's some people at the gym, like, you'll have some, especially girls, like, a girl will walk into the gym in heels, right? Really? Well, no, to change, right? Oh. So Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, she'll walk into the gym with heels, and then after she walks in with heels, she'll switch into, like, a CrossFit, like, style shoe, like mm-hmm. a Metcon or, um, or some of the, the uh, Reebok shoes, uh, the nanos. Um, so she'll walk in and she'll switch out to one of those shoes. Then, if there's like a weightlifting movement or or a powerlifting movement, she'll switch to like a weightlifting shoe. So, um, you know, there's some like ASICs and uh, not ASICs, uh, some like Nike, uh, I think they're Ronaldos. So that, that Ramaleos. R- R- um, my bad. So the Romaleos, she'll, can go, she'll go ahead and switch into those. And then after she's done, she'll probably switch into another shoe. So she's like switching like three, four shoes. So the foot is actually being conditioned to, uh, you know, to like do different things. Yeah. Um, and I know it sounds silly. Like you'll get a lot of people like, oh, man, I'll, like my foot hurts. My Achilles hurts. It's like, yeah, I could see that. Um, I could see why it hurts because it's it, you're probably in the wrong shoe or, or whatever. Like that's the reason why it's bothering you. You know, so that's something that a lot of people don't know and they don't really uh, take in consideration, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, for example, my daughter ice skates and in her ice skating, you know, there's a specific shoe, you know, if you're going to do weightlifting, there's a specific shoe. If you're going to do powerlifting, there's a specific shoe, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to do fencing you know, there's a specific shoe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so there's like specific sport specific items, mm-hmm. um, that a lot of times you'll need to have, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and depending on how serious you want to take into that sport will determine how much you want to invest into that sport,
1: you know? So say I walk into the CrossFit gym right now, mm-hmm. what do you recommend? So that's not, not too expensive, but yeah. So, cheap.
0: so something that you can probably get, like I always say like the starter shoe, uh-huh. you know, um, would probably be like the Metcons uh-huh. for the Nike and then for like Reebok would be the Nanos. Uh-huh. Again, it depends on your comfort, depends on your foot. Um, The toe box is smaller. Uh, it just really depends. Mm-hmm. So that would be like your CrossFit shoe, right? The one that you would go to the gym that you can run a little bit. You can weightlift a little bit. You can do some gymnastics stuff. You can hop around, jump on, jump off. That's like a perfect shoe for that. Now, if the workout consists of a five-mile five run, incorrect shoe for that. So, it's not a one-shoe-fits-all. You know what I mean?
1: Is there is there a one-shoe-fits-all?
0: Not that I know of. I and I'm really of, into shoes.
1: Because I was thinking <laughs> of, like, if you don't want to get into powerlifting, if you like powerlifting, but you don't want to, like, get too serious into it where you're buying the shoe, is there, like, a one so, shoe So, for all?
0: example, for powerlifting, I'll give you an example. There's three shoes you can buy, and um, the three shoes you can buy will all depend on support. So how much support you feel you need. Um, so think of it, think of it about like, think about it as if you're wearing a belt, mm-hmm. right? So when you put on a belt is to keep the pants close to the hips, right? Like that's, that's really what you're wearing a belt for. Mm-hmm. So, um, just think about it that way. So now when you're wearing, A shoe, depending on how much support you want on the ankle, will determine what kind of shoe you want, right? Yeah. So, um, or pitch ankle, uh, pitch height, right? So, depending on your flexibility, how you feel will determine how much support you need. So, for example, you you brought up powerlifting. So, automatically, in my head, I think chucks, Mm -hmm. right? Something flat. Vans. I think uh, a wrestling shoe, um, just because it gives you a ton of uh, support. There are, like, specific powerlifting shoes for that. Mm-hmm. And then you can probably wear, de- depending, um, not not really recommended, but, like, a weightlifting shoe.
1: No, I've seen people go barefoot while they deadlift and powerlift. Yeah. So, yeah. That,
0: that would be, like, similar to wearing, like, a chuck. But would you recommend that?
1: Yeah. Yeah? yeah. hmm So, you don't need shoes?
0: Not necessarily. Except the, the time you need shoes. So, shoes is to compensate for something, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, in weightlifting, you need a shoe with like heel support Uh um, because if you place weight on your heel, your hips are going to be driven back unless you have like really, really, really good ankle mobility. Mm. So people will wear a specific shoe, weightlifting shoe with a specific um, uh, heel height to compensate for lack of flexibility. Or angle and pitch. Oh, okay. That's why they wear that that specific shoe.
1: Got it, got it. Got it. Got
0: it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it's the same thing with running, right? So if you're looking for like a running shoe, so you know you just signed up to CrossFit, and I'm I'm a jerk, and I was like, all right, here we go, five mile run. If you run in those Metcons, you're probably unless your foot is conditioned to it, you're probably gonna be hurting. Yeah. Okay. So even running shoes will determine like pitch angle. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a runners that are like a heel strike runner. And then there's a runner that's a four foot runner. So the, the shoe will determine how much support you need for what you need. Mm -hmm. Right. So for example, if you do like chi running, pose running, um, any of those like styles, I mean, there's a ton of them out there, but if you follow, I mean, it's all kind of the same. Um, if you follow those couple techniques, then you'll become a four foot runner. Mm-hmm. Four foot runner means that most of the pressure is like right where the ball of the foot is, like right underneath that. There are shoes that actually have a, a softer front part of the toe box or like four, four foot running on the toe box. Mm-hmm. So when you're running, it doesn't hurt you. Like it, it gives you support in that um, bottom portion of the foot. Oh, okay. So that's that's what that's going to provide you. Then there's shoes, like, that most people buy that I would say 90% of people buy, and Nike does a great job of this, and, and Adidas does too, is they'll, they'll have a shoe with a bigger heel, like a thicker heel, you know, it. so it's like saying that they run on their heels, essentially, because yeah. when what people don't understand, and, and notice this, I challenge everyone that's listening, is just notice this when you're walking around the house. When you're walking around the house, you're most likely walking, like, flat to midfoot, mm-hmm. but when you walk with shoes, you go heel first. It's interesting. Yeah. So you'll, you'll like go heel, heel to toe. Mm-hmm. Um, when you run, you know, and I'm not going against anyone that, cause there's, I'm not a professional runner, but, um, from as much as that I've read about running, you know, running heel to toe is like the easiest way to f- slowing down. You know, okay. so it's like going back. It's like hitting the brakes every single time. So, um, so you wouldn't run like that, but people think they are supposed to run like that. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, no, you know what sense. I mean. Yeah, because you're like, well, that's the way I walk. It's like, well,
1: no, yeah. it's it's how I run because I'm very flat-footed. Yeah, and I've noticed that it, it ever since I was little. Even yeah. in baseball, they're like, you gotta pick up your heels, pick up your heels. Yeah, and like, but I'm,
0: but flat-footed. So this is this is the thing, right? Like, I hear that that mm-hmm. comment all the time. There's like there's shoes and products that adjust to develop an arch. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to walk around, you have to develop strength in the bottom of your foot and in your toes to develop the arch. Oh, okay. So you can do, there's like specific exercises that you can do to get, not get rid of it, but at least start developing an arch in the foot. Mm. Um, when you do that, your ankle pronates and there's a ton of uh, issues that happen with that. So, but anyway, um so yeah so just like apparel it's just like knowing what fits for you. Um normally what I tell people before they go buy any apparel um or any gear is f- number one is ask um ask the coach of that sport mm-hmm. first, right? So ask the coach of that sport. So, you know, go to the coach um doesn't matter if it's CrossFit, you know, whatever sport you're in just to ask that coach like, "Hey, what shoes You know, what shoes do you recommend for this? And it's like, oh, well, I recommend these. Then do a little bit of research. Literally, it'll take you 10 minutes. Do a little bit of research online. Um, You can go online and then figure out what's the best ones, right? And then you can start purchasing what you need for the best overall result, especially if it's a sport that you like or something you want to just constantly keep doing. I catch myself walking around and, like, I like Yeezys, (laughs) like me personally. Yeah. not, not a great shoe to run in, but I, for me, like to, it's like so soft that yeah. I, I feel like I can do a little bit of everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but even like the, like the powerlifting stuff, or even like the, the weightlifting stuff I could still do in these shoes. It's not recommended. Like I'll feel it right in my Achilles, like right away. right away. Yeah. Yeah. So depending on what I'm doing, you know,
1: so now i know you said um we talked about shoes right now but when we go into like clothing right yeah you said um if you wear like whatever you wear if you like if you if you look good you feel good and then you're going to push yourself a little harder because you know you feel good right so now every time you go to the gym do you need to be in the freshest stuff every single time because it makes you feel good and look good or is it just Like throwing on some shirt and shorts and just to get after the workout.
0: So, so again, going back to the specific sport that you're going to do, Mm -hmm. um, or actually looking at the workout that you're going to do. Um, the big thing right now is like guys, guys and girls just walking around in like compression, like pants or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm wearing soccer sweats right now. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wearing some like regular whatever sweats right now, <clears throat> but, but when, this is one of the things about, about apparel, right? For example, um, if you wear too heavy of a cotton shirt and you're going to go on a run on a five mile run, right? Chafing on the shirt is very, very common. Mm-hmm. Like it's super common. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I know this, uh, this is like TMI, but, uh, when I didn't know about that, and we were we were training for like Ragnar. We were running like 10 to 15 miles <clears throat> on a Saturday or Sunday. 10 miles normally. I, I, I would hate those long runs. And I would wear the wrong shirt. Mm-hmm. I, had, I literally had to put like a Band-Aid on my nipples mm-hmm. because the shirt was like rubbing up and down from the running. <laughs> Dude. No. super painful like su- like and you're just like i'm just wearing a like i mean the t-shirt we're wearing right now
1: no yeah you know? i've i've experienced it dude i i get it
0: yeah so it's like you're if you're wearing the wrong shirt or the wrong apparel i mean it hurts dude like it's very very uncomfortable or you know um for for gentlemen like you know I, this is tmi for women but like jock itch all that it's just lack of air right yeah. it's just like poor you're wearing like a cotton undergarment
1: lack of air and the moisture that's yeah yeah
0: Yeah. so you're you're wearing the wrong undergarment to run five miles you're gonna get chafing you're gonna get you know jock itch and all that other stuff like that's where a lot of it comes from Mm -hmm. you know so that's what like people don't understand right don't understand um sometimes the wrong shorts like you know um sometimes like an oversized like basketball short for crossfit um is not the right short and Mm -hmm. and the reason why it's too heavy we do a lot of jumping and lateral movements like so um you know people will say well you know basketball players wear those it's like yeah they they do wear basketball shorts but they're probably wearing a lighter version of the short a a perfectly fitted short that fits their body mechanics um because they are professional athletes and and someone does that for them Mm -hmm. you know no one does that for us. We're like, oh, this one fits right. Like,
1: it's catered to their body type. That
0: is correct. Yeah, yeah, that is that that is the problem. So, you know, if you're gonna go play basketball and you're wearing, you know, compression uh, pants, just that, it's it's kind of weird, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it's just wearing the right apparel for whatever they're going. Like, I'll see, I see a lot of women, um, especially when they're insecure with their body. They wear like at the gym. They wear like a loose, baggy, long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, personally, I think it's just very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable to wear like a long sleeve. And and I get it. Like I, I get it if you you don't feel comfortable. That's where it's our job. Like, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, um, to to wear something like that. Um, if they're used to it, they're used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know they're 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 moving properly, but. Again, it's very uncomfortable. Or I see the vice versa, right? I see I see a lot of females very confident, which is great, and they're wearing you know a a, a top a little like one size too small, mm. or and or a little too short, right? Like lengthwise. So what happens? They're like always pulling their shirt down uh, in the middle of the workout, you know, like the shirt's too small, and and it's like so they're stopping what they're doing because you know everything's not being covered correctly or, or they're showing too much and it just they just feels uncomfortable yeah you know so um you know I so those are like things that that we normally see at the gym that we're just like oh man like come on you know so one of the biggest things that i would recommend um stay away from expensive like you don't have to buy the lululemon stuff you know like a lot of people think well i can go to lulu you know all the manufacturers are all very similar, not Mm a hundred percent, but you know, fine test out the expensive stuff and then test out like the old Navy stuff. There's a girl at the gym can afford Lulu. She hates it. She's like, Oh dude, the old Navy stuff is great.
1: That's what I was going to go to is, is buying, you know, the, the big brand names like Lulu and spending $200 on just one, one fit worth, worth it, you know, just because you look good and you feel good. But I mean, that's, it's expensive when you're only in the gym for 45 minutes.
0: I, I told, well, the the thing about for for women is that it's now um, spandex have replaced jeans. Yeah. Right. So, so the only thing I would say is for spandex or, or like compression pants or whatnot, they're just not see-through for women, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to avoid. But so I think that it's finding out what product fits their body the best, you know? Yeah. So, again, you don't have to go for the expensive stuff. You just have to go for the right stuff and the one that fits your body correctly. I hate, like, I bought a bunch of Lululemon stuff, and I get a discount there. I bought a bunch of Lululemon stuff. It doesn't fit what I do. Like, it doesn't feel comfortable. feels great if I do yoga and I'll go for a run, um, but I don't do enough yoga and I don't do enough running. I do more CrossFit and weightlifting than anything else, you know? So, I have to, like, switch out certain things. But there's some guys at the gym, that's all they wear. You know, mm-hmm. so, but so guys, um, one of the, again, I, I want to, I don't want to keep talking about the same thing over and over, but one thing I, I just want you guys to keep in mind is that when you go to the gym again, um, or whatever fitness activity you're going to do, you're going to go on a bike run, you're going to go on a, on a long jog or whatnot, you know, um, invest a little bit, like just a little bit. I'm not saying, you know, you know, break the bank for this stuff, but invest a little bit, you know, I think again, shoes are very important personally. Um, I highly recommend that, but I think everything from there up is, I mean, you can, you can get away with getting the right gear, you know, Um, stay away from ordering just online. I would recommend to go try it on, see how it fits. Um, You know, there's a specific brand that I like to use and every other brand I'm a large and that brand I'm a medium. Which I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. So, so you want to just make sure that you're getting the right brand and like the right I'm hitting fit. In the gym, yeah. I was like, damn, I'm getting it now, yeah, you yeah. know. So, so yeah, guys. So just keep in mind what you're buying. Again, you don't have to break the bank. You just got to be, uh, uh, intuitive. Yeah, you just got to be comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. we want you to feel comfortable at the gym. We want you to move correctly. We want you to 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 just be able to flow. And it doesn't matter. Again, if you're at the CrossFit gym, you're running, you're doing anything in in the in the fitness world. I'm just happy that you're out doing something. So yeah. with that being said, again, guys, thank you guys for joining us. Um, there, There's, I know this is kind of a weird topic, but I don't think people talk about this kind of stuff. So, no. so, um, but yeah, if you have questions, please leave a comment below. Uh, we'll get, we we'll, I promise we will get to them. Uh, I know we've been bombarded with some other questions recently. So, we will get to them. Um, but again, thank you for joining us guys. And I appreciate that.
1: And thank you guys for, uh, tuning in. Make sure to uh, subscribe on Apple podcasts, Google play, Spotify, wherever you are listening. You're probably on Spotify because of Mr. Joe Rogan. But if you happen to be there, make sure to subscribe, leave us a rating and, um, follow us on YouTube. We, um, we're approaching, uh, 200 subscribers, which is pretty big for us. You know, the small milestones and, um, just uh, go watch our videos, share the videos. We know uh, these at-home workouts are that we provide are very good for you, and follow us on Instagram, um, and then we will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you.